Hi, I'm Lauren Dimmitt-Waters. Hi, I'm Alyssa Chapman. We're two New York City bloggers and influencers who have been covering beauty, fashion, and family life for what seems like forever. But now we're two women in midlife who want to discover all the secrets to growing younger. We're ready to explore topics that deal with health and anti-aging, especially when it comes to beauty, fashion, lifestyle, wellness, and longevity. We'll unearth what works and what you shouldn't waste your money on. Even if it's crazy, we'll hunt down the latest and greatest to help us all get through this journey with a little humor. And a lot of moxie. We want to keep fighting that fight so we can grow old ungracefully. So welcome to Beauty is a Bitch. Beauty is a Bitch. Hello, Lori. Hi, Hi, Melissa. It's so good to finally be doing our very first podcast. I know. This is so exciting. We've been, you know, planning this for a while now and it's actually happening. I can, and I act, I wish everyone could see us now with like our microphones with the, these are like real microphones. I know we look really legit. So anyway, I am Lauren Dimmitt Waters with Fountain of 30 and the Facebook group Growing Younger and. Yes. And I am Melissa Chapman with the StatenAllenFamily.com and also, uh, Growing, growing younger. younger. Yes. It's been a really fun thing to watch the group. I know it's been growing. And if you are a woman that's middle aged, but you are just want to grow younger and do the best that you can do to age backwards and, you know, pull it all together, you would want to come onto our Facebook group. It is a lot of fun and we share a lot of information. Yeah. And, and it's not. And I also, you know, you say middle age, but I think it's really for like any age, even like in your 20s. I mean, because we, you share a lot of really cool fashion items, like a lot of sale things. That's true. That, and, and I mean, I've been doing that too, because you're like, I'm watching you and I'm like, you have some really good stuff. And then I'm finding, you're like inspiring me. Well, that's good. I'm like, glad. And, and you have some really good ideas about like how to like, you know, be fashionable or not, and not like, you know, kill yourself financially. So I feel like our group is, a, it's really for women. Yes, we, we skew maybe a little older because we want to look younger. I mean- feel younger, look younger, well, but I don't mind like 20 somethings in there if they're going to, you know, learn from it, but I'm, I'm definitely, not, you know, not, I don't think we need to, I don't write for that demographic really. Right, right. The, I mean, sometimes I I've noticed that I get, um, followers on Instagram and, and comments from women that are younger that are coming to us to learn, you know, like preventative, like what eye cream should I use and yes. that kind of stuff. But you know, which I, by the way, I think, you know, women should be starting to use in college. But, um, you know, for the most part, I mean, I am definitely focused on living the best life you can in middle age, which I consider to be, you know, in your mid forties. So, but if somebody 38, you know, wants to come on, absolutely. You know, well, you know, it's interesting you say that because, you know, when, when we, we just recently went to that beauty, new beauty event. Yes, we did. And one of the, one of the surgeons, plastic surgeons who I was like looking at her skin and I thought, there's not a wrinkle, a line. She told me she started doing, it's called baby Botox at 28 years old. So that's why I'm thinking that that comment from her made me feel like. Yeah, it's I preventative. Think, I think that women in their late 20s, like, would want to listen to our podcast and would want to join our group. I would hope so. Yes. I so, mean, I think there's something there for yes, everybody, but I, yes. but the topics are really going to be a little bit more leaning. I mean, obviously we want anybody to listen. I don't care if a man listens and yes. you know, I don't well, care. We won't kick any men out. We're not, no, we, we love men. men if, if you want to join our group, like you can totally, this bro talks. I mean, I learned, I actually wasn't that excited to go because I felt like, oh, I see all, I know all these brands, but I learned so much. Like 
Yeah, there's, there's always a, something new. There's I mean, always something there's always new. Something. It's like you think you know everything. You get to a certain age and you feel like you're jaded and you know everything. And oh god, no. And no. like, there's really so much you don't know. Just the fact that that surgeon said to me, like, I've been getting baby Botox. I didn't even know there was a thing. It's I don't know just, if I like that name so much. That kind of bothers me because, like, it makes me think that you're giving Botox to a baby. <laughs> but um, you know, which is you know a little worrisome to me. But I do agree that you know I I've met some young women that have been like, oh, I've been getting Botox since I was 22. I'm like, excuse me? Really? Well, but you know what? They're probably going to reap the benefits from it when they are middle-aged. Well, well, know? I'll tell you, I mean, we're, listen, we're, this is not a Botox podcast, but one more thing about Botox that I want to say is that I've been getting it for about five years uh-huh. and not many treatments, not like every three, you know, they say like every six months. I have not been consistent with it, but I do have to say that because I have a I have a crease that I've developed over time that everyone has told me if I had gotten it sooner, I never would have even developed that crease. Correct. Yes. So that's And why those like 11s that a lot of women yes. and men get between their eyebrows, yes. that can be. So I feel like if you get baby, baby Botox, that's probably, you're never going to develop those creases. Yeah. But let's, okay. So Botox is a whole thing and we both know a lot about it. I, don't, I mean, you know, so. I, I do. Yes. I, you know, I've been getting it for a while. I'm a fan, you know, but I also am a fan of, of doing things that um, are, well, I, you know, I, let's put it this way. I'm not against plastic surgery when I need, I think if you want to get something fixed or whatever, and you know, the day will arrive when um, I need to get it. But I think by using things like Botox and injectables, I have been able to Put it off, you right. know. Stave I know off the aging process because I know, uh, you know, like twenty years ago, women my age were getting their first facelift, uh, you know, and I say first because a lot of them needed to get a second one later. And now I'm I'm seeing that that doesn't have to be the case because we have things now, procedures, lasers, whatnot, that can, as you said, stave it off for a while. So hopefully, you only need one if you even want to go that route. Do you remember there was Nora Ephron? She wrote this book, like I hate my neck. I have it. It's on my nightstand. Oh, do you? Okay. Are you kidding? I love that book. Okay, well, but the point is, is that, you know, when Nora Ephron was like our age, there were no, I just had a, I just, when I've had the, um, the procedure called old therapy, which tightens your neck muscles, you know, then the skin around your neck. And I just had a whole laser treatment for Lutronic. And probably when Nora Ephron was, you know, doing her thing, like there was no, um, there was no Lutronic. There was no old therapy. So yeah, you hated your neck and you had to wear turtlenecks because you couldn't and scarves, have right. and scars and all those things. So like, that's one of the great things about living in the age that we're living in. Yeah. Now. And these, these 20 somethings are going to have, look what they're going to have by the time they're our age. It's right. going to be even that much better. I mean, right. that's the beauty of it. It just keeps evolving, you know? And so we want to be on top of that and share that with exactly. people. I mean, at least that, that's something that I love. I love, you know, I really started out as more of a fashion blogger. And the beauty part just kind of came with it. I'd be going to fashion shows and I got invited backstage and then there's beauty. And of course, makeup puts, pulls your look together. You know, that's sort of, I just sort of fell into that. Now it's been about 15, over 15 years now, but I I love it. And it's more for me, it's more about skincare and it's more about that than makeup. I'm not necessarily great at makeup. Right. I I, I am. I love makeup, but you know. It was funny in our group growing younger. Facebook group, by the way, you should all come join. It's so fun. Like, and everyone can post and we have, I mean, I'm learning new things. Someone posted about all these YouTubers that do makeup. And yeah, like, I know. I was like, if I've been living under a rock, like, I don't know these, these guys who are doing a contouring, like they are creating cheekbones that don't exist. So I'm all for learning about that. I'd love to, you know, I'd love to 
get someone on here. We, we should definitely, you know, try to get a cool YouTuber that does those uh, makeup tutorials because you could literally, you can create cheekbones that you don't have. Oh, yeah. I d- I've contour. done posts. Yeah, we have posts on our on uh, my site, on my blog, where we, we do talk about that. My only, my only concern is that uh, you don't want to overdo it in middle age because you can start looking clownish. So yes. it's got to be, yes. you know, you got to watch things that you have to back off a little or you should. I, I should never say have. You should. Um, I'm trying to be less judgmental. So um, it's a work in progress. And, you know, I what I find is that we get older, things like the the glittery, shimmery makeup isn't our, necessarily our friend. You can use some of it, just not all of it. Right. A lot of these like shimmer um, highlighters, you just have to be careful with them. You know, yes. use a light hand. I feel like everything in moderation and that comes to, you know, the surgery, you know, the the injectables too. Like you could absolutely go overboard. Absolutely. It's so and, you easy. Know, blow up your lips and the slippery slope. And, and I mean, even there was the model that was there at new beauty who was getting the injection, her lips looked a little crazy. Yeah, I would agree. And, and you she know, didn't have a wrinkle on her forehead. It couldn't, I mean, they could have right. picked me. <laughs> I mean, I was standing right there. I was more than willing to hop into that chair and let them inject whatever they wanted to into my forehead. Right. And I'm looking at this model thinking, okay, first of all, you don't have a wrinkle on your face. Right, like you couldn't right. furrow if you wanted right, to. Right. And then secondly, I'm like, yeah, your lips are a little crazy. Right. But yeah. like, but it just says like, you know, I feel like everything in moderation when it comes to like the way you do your makeup and the, how much you're going to get done to your face. Like I'm actually going to see, um, to go see a, a plastic surgeon this week. And that's one of the things that I'm going to ask her about. You know, I think we can all get a little carried away with fillers and, injectables. I think, you know, that, so we, we had to, you have to make sure though, that you find a doctor. And by the way, I am a firm believer that if you are going to inject anything into your face, you go to a plastic surgeon, 100%. board certified, or 100%. a dermatologist. Do 100%. not go to one of these spas where 100%. it's not a doctor injecting you. And these Botox parties, unless it's a doctor, oh my God. Oh. Uh, you know, and I mean like a plastic surgeon or a dermatologist hosting it. Uh, do not use a Groupon discount. Oh my God, no. This is not something you should mess around with because they can mess around with the what they're injecting in you. They can they can dilute it. They can put yeah. something else that you yeah. don't know. Oh my know. God, that's so true. And you You're get right. what you pay for. So if you think you got a great deal on Botox, let me tell you, you probably didn't. Right, so, You're right, You're right. You don't, you don't even know what's in those little vials. You, you don't. have no idea. Unless you actually see them pull it out of the Botox, you know, thing and, and just, you know, right? the syringe, put it into the Botox bottle. You don't necessarily know what they're using. And I, I've written about this. I beg women, please be careful. So, you know, if you're going to go get this done, please go see somebody that is board certified. But, but going back to what you're talking about, the point I wanted to make is that, you know, when you're saying people get overdone. There's two factors in that. There's a doctor that's allowing this to happen. Yes. Okay. Yes, and then it's, you know, you. So hopefully if you know, let's say you get it in your mind that you, you know, want your lips injected and, you know, you hopefully if you went to your doctor with, you know, a crazy demand, they like talk you off the ledge, you know, because you can always find somebody that's going to do what you want to do. You oh, can yeah, always find it. I but mean, I appreciate might- the ones that like, well, I've never, re- I don't think I've gone and I've never been talked out of doing anything before. I think I, I'm a little more conservative. I did get my lips injected once. <gasps> I want to see did. a picture. Oh, no, it was, did, did, did it was they, very, did, oh, it was very subtle. It was very subtle. And I wasn't really for it, but I had gone to this. Um, it was when Restyl and Salt came out and I don't even know if they even have it anymore. It was, and it wasn't that long ago. It was within the past five years. I think it was very short lived on the market or whatever, but, or something better has come out since then. And so I was with a bunch of 
beauty influencers and bloggers. And they, it was a dermatologist and on, you know, on Park Avenue in Manhattan, very well respected. And she, you could go back and get it done. Okay. And I said, I went up to her and I said, well, you know, I think my lips are okay. Now I have a thinner upper lip than I do a lower lip. And, you know, they're not symmetrical, but it doesn't bother me. That's what lip liners for, in my opinion. So it's not really something that's that I'm, I don't even know. Your lips are actually very whatever. You know what? I don't care. It's like, no, 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 no. There there are some women that that you, you, it's clearly like, you know, it's like they have like a gummy smile. Like that's not even the case with you. Well, but if you walked up to this woman, she's like, yeah, we could, you know, even it out a bit. So we put, they put a little on my upper lips and just to balance it out. Right. Right, So I went in and it was like, not a big deal. It was a Friday. And I, I didn't want to tell my husband because I don't tell him about half the stuff I do to my face. (laughs) He just thinks I look good, you know, without any help. And, um, that's the best. That's like total 1950s. I know, I know, I know. I don't wake up with makeup. I do not sleep with makeup on. I don't go that far. So, um, and I don't like jump out of bed and put my makeup on before he gets up. But the point is, is that, uh, I, so I wasn't going to tell him it's a Friday afternoon. I get home and my lip starts blowing up and she did end up putting like a tiny bit in the lower lip. So now both of my lips just, I mean, I looked like Donald Duck. Oh my God. What did he say? Oh my Ridiculous. I had a reaction and I mean, I've never had a reaction before to any other filler in my face, Botox, nothing. Okay. I had a reaction. My husband walks in the room. He's like, Oh my God, what did you do? And you know, I'm sitting there with like ice on my lips and taking Benadryl. Oh my God. And it was, it was about four days before I could leave the house. And that was a Park Avenue doctor. Yeah. No, it had nothing to do with the doctor. It was the way I reacted to this. And I, you know, it was nobody's fault. You think I'm ever going to do that again? No. Right, right. So you ever. live and you learn, you live know. Live and you learn. But when it did, when the swelling went down, my lips looked fantastic. Yeah, see, for, you know, about I six remember months, when but. I was when I was a teenager and one of my best friends, her mom, got, her mom got a facelift. So this was like, you know, I don't know, about 25 years ago. Um, and I remember she's like, my mom is really like, looks like death warmed over. And like her mother was like, I don't know if. I'm sure that's must be much better now. She had, she was laying in bed. It looked like she had been in a horrific car accident. Like she was so scary. Yeah. Like she couldn't eat. She was like, I mean, she was literally like as if she was like in a coma. And like, and like she elected to do this. And too. she elected I know. to do it. Right? Like, but no, she really looked like, I mean, she yeah. was like, she was immobile in bed for like two weeks. Yep. Meanwhile, Post like two weeks, whatever it was, a month later, she emerged from like a cocoon. I swear <laughs> to God, she looked twenty years younger. Yeah, yeah. she looked incredible. And you know what? She in- probably cre- no, 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 no. It didn't even look like the same woman. So all I can tell you, ladies, is that beauty is a bitch. It is okay. It is, but like if you can get through it, some of these hard things, like. I remember her name was Sylvia. She looked like the new improved Sylvia. I couldn't, I, I was like. But did she look like herself? She looked like herself. Okay, good. Because it's when right, people right, get plastic what, surgeon right, and right. then they go get plastic surgery and then they're unrecognizable or they ruin their face. Yeah, you know, and we all know celebrities. We don't have to go, you know, that have done that. And you're like, oh my God, what have they done? No, I'm not saying that we're celebrities and maybe. Who don't even look you know, like the same person. Right, but they don't, you know, it could ruin their career. Yes. I mean, but. But but she really, and I'll never forget that I was like, you know what? She looked like she was at death's door, but a month later, she emerged from death's door looking like she was Sylvia 2.0, like she was back to being 45. She was 60 when she got the- Oh, good for um, her. So I feel like, you know what? 
if, if beauty, if, if you can, if you can get through the bad parts of it, you know, it's like any struggle that you go but through, you I, know, I think. Listen, the fact of the matter is that, that Sylvia probably was like, what have I done when she first got it, looked in the mirror, you know, saw a horror show and was just freaking out. And then a month later, she looks fantastic and she'd probably say, oh, my God, I would do it all over again. Yes, you know like, what I mean? And, and, and that's that's what happens. But but my point is, is that. There's so many things that you don't have to look like that now. I mean, maybe right, and maybe right. you don't have to do it until you're you know, 65, 70, as opposed to like getting your first facelift when you're 50, right, like they right. used to oh, 20 years oh ago. My God. Or, or right. you know what? It's your decision. Here's my thing too. Or maybe you don't get a facelift. Maybe, you, you know, here's what, here's my goal. And this is what I preach now. And it's so funny because I, I had told you that, you know, up until I had some health issues in the past four or five years, and then I just had surgery again, I've been meditating for the past two years. And it's really learned me, it taught me to learn to be non-judgmental or more or less judgmental, I should say, be more um, open to other things. And it has really changed my way of thinking when it comes to fashion and beauty as well. So my whole thing is that if you look in the mirror and you don't like what you see, you fix it. And when you look in the mirror and you like what you see, that's great. Like that should be your goal. Okay. I so love that. if you feel comfortable in your own skin, then fix it. So if that means you want to go get plastic surgery, go get it. And don't worry about what other people think. Okay. You, you're, love yourself. You want to, I want women, especially women in middle age. I'm so sick of seeing women just, you know, go and hide or become less. I've seen women, you know, that used to be so vibrant all of a sudden they're like dressing more dowdy well, and they're well, not as confident. Yes. Well, that, that's and that the bothers thing. Yep. me. Yep. So I, I don't pass judgment on what you do as long as you do it and feel good. And I think that's, that's my goal is that I'm not going to pass judgment on anything and what you're wearing, anything, if you feel good. And that's right. really the goal. And I think that's really what what you and I are trying to, that's what we want to explore, what's going to make women feel good about themselves. And so there's many topics that you and I are going to. And, 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 and touching on that, on touching on making women feel good and who they are. You know, I went to visit my daughter at college recently and she's like, you're so not a mom. You don't dress like a mom. You don't look like a mom. You don't look like the other moms. And I'm like, what does that mean? Good. Yeah. <laughs> well, she's like, you know, you're, you don't wear, you, you wear your hair very long. Like maybe you should cut your hair. And what she you know, wants you to look more. Well, she feels or? like I don't have like the mom look to me. She doesn't like that. I don't look like a mom. So I'm trying to think like, what does that mean? Like, why do, why do like past women like over 45 need to look like a mom? Like it, that bothered you know, me so much. And I'm like, I'm sorry, Madison. You know, I'm not, <sighs> I'm, I'm not cutting my hair. And I'm going to keep coloring it blonde because I like it blonde. And like, what does she want you to stop coloring? Your, I mean, I don't, I don't understand. Know. She, she felt like I, she feels like I don't act or look like a mom. Well, good. <laughs> but, but, but you know what though? I think a lot of moms like the way they are, you know, I'm like, that's good too. That's what, that's exactly, what we're trying to say. Exactly. That's what we're trying to say. Like, if you want to cut your hair short, go for it, girl. It. Cut your hair short. Rock it. If you want to go shopping wherever you want to shop, I'm not going to name the stores because there are certain, you know, mom stores that my mo my daughter wants me to shop at. You know, when she can, when she's a mom, she can shop there. Exactly. But I'm not that mom, but we're like, we want this podcast to be for everyone. We're not going to tell you what to do, how to do it. We're just going to try to offer different ideas. And we're going to explore. We're, we're going to learn explore. too. Yeah. Like, and you know, if somebody puts up on um, our Facebook group or contacts us, uh, you know, that there's a topic that I've had some people already reached out to me about things that they want us to explore. and. We'll go do it. And, you know, right. I don't oh, know. I 
I want to talk to an expert. I want to, you know, we want to pick their ear and like learn about different things. I mean, so many different topics we can talk about that have to do with, I don't, okay, I'm not going to say anti-aging, but aging well. Right. So there's things like supplements. Yes, um, yes. There are, there's exercise and then there's diet. And I don't mean the word diet as in like depriving yourself. I mean, your, your lifestyle of eating. It's a way right. of life. Right. I don't like the word diet. But, you know, as you get older, it becomes really essential to change the, you know, watch what you're eating, like cut out the sugar. And I, I have to stop you for a second because I keep thinking about our conversation. When we first met, you said to me, like, you had been through that surgery. And so you couldn't work out after your surgery for like a really long time. Right, yeah. And I was like, but how did you like not gain a million pounds? And you said, you know what? I had to just stop eating. True. And can I just tell you something? So I just literally like did sort of intermittent fasting where yes, I just stopped I eating. Like. Hello, I like Lauren. It. I lost three pounds. It's life changing. It really is. Lauren, I, I lost three I know. pounds. I'm becoming... And it's because of you. Oh, thank you. You know, but, awesome. but, but, but I, because I was not, I, I was like, when you said to me, I stopped eating. I'm like, what the hell is she talking about? She stopped eating. But you know what? Something it has just, to give. Something has to give. That's especially, what she said. Especially something when has you're to older, give. when you got to be middle age, yes. you know, uh, I noticed that, you know, I used to, okay, so I used to be a spinning instructor way back, oh my way God, back in the day. Stop. And I was, listen, I've yo-yoed. I have lost and gained the same 15 pounds. I can't even, countless times. Okay. And I, I've managed to say relatively the same size, which by the way, I will talk about later too. I really think that especially, I don't like, I don't believe in having multiple sizes in my closet and yes, lots of stretch clothes because it's, that's, that's a, boy, did my weight get away with me and I wear sweatpants a yep. lot. Yeah. Because it was like one day you go to put your jeans on and they don't fit. And you're like, whoa, when did that happen? So now right, I you have, just forget it. You it's, forgot. It's, it's like the grass grow. You're watching grass grow. You can't. You can't. And and so, you know, uh, so when I was younger and I was a spinning instructor, um, that was a very healthy time in my life as far as, you know, working out. And I was in great shape. So I I ate a lot, but I was you whatever, it did you, off. Eat, did you eat whatever you want, though? Did you really eat whatever you want? No, not necessarily. Right. I mean, no. So you, it's I still not like kinda, you were like spinning and eating, you know, burgers. You weren't doing that. No, but I, I remember once I, you know, I, I could eat a burger and not because and not feel guilty or I could really? eat a few slices of pizza. Yeah, but I was working out like crazy. I didn't do it all the time. Right. I did right. drink a lot, though. Right. Um, that was I was younger, so drinking was kind of big. See, I feel the- like when you're younger, your body is so different. It responds I so know. differently to food, like and and drink and drink. Oh my god, I forget mean, about. It. I didn't even think of drinking. wasn't even It wasn't even taken into account in my caloric value. You know, oh, my yeah, caloric no. intake. It was, no, it was just, just like you, right, just, just sip it and forget it. Right. And that's why with this podcast, it's like I want. I really hope I can talk to someone who can talk about the intermittent fasting thing and just oh, the absolutely. way that our body like. The way that we, um, how, how we respond differently to calories and, and different foods. But it's also as we different foods, right. And, you know, the other thing too, like, you know, I'm trying to eat now more anti-inflammatory right, for gut right. health. I mean, these, right. are all, these are all things that we're going to look into because the other thing is, I think because there's information just keeps pouring out at people and pouring. they're confused. They're confused. I'm confused. Like, here's, I'm confused Here's too. another topic that we are going to look into is, okay, CBD. It's like the wild oh west, my God, right? Everyone and it's it's in everything. It's in everything. It's ridiculous. I just got a pitch for like glasses made out of hemp. I'm like, what? (laughs) So you know, and the thing is, like, I don't. I was taking CBD before my surgery because I was in a lot of pain, and I don't want to get hooked on pain pills. So I'm like, oh, CBD. I was like, you know, ingesting it like crazy, and then now I'm seeing it in beauty products. I don't know if I want to put that stuff on my face. How do we know what's in there? You know, and we don't. We do. And, and it's None so of us confusing. Know it's so confusing. So I've been trying to research that. Of course, like when I get confused, I try to get to the bottom of it. But I would love for us to 
you know, interview an expert on this and explain like why we should or shouldn't have CBD in our, you know, and what kind of CBD and what are we looking for and what are the claims? What does it claim to do? What should it be doing? You know, because there's so much confusion, like CBD all of a sudden is everywhere. You know, I know even crazy. even like to give the dogs, you know, oh, yeah. I, I mean, and you know, I'm like crazy about my dogs and like everyone is trying to throw me CBD stuff for them. And I don't. Yeah. You don't want to give that to your babies unless right. you know what's going to work. Right. right. Exactly. I know it's it. So that's another topic. And then you and I were discussing. Let's talk about fashion for a moment. Oh, um, yes. That's yes. really that's really sort of my that's my I love fashion. I I studied the history of fashion. Like I, I've I've loved fashion since I came out of the womb, basically. To me, it's art. It's an art form. It's a form of expression. And, you know, I really think you present yourself by what you're wearing. But then again, and we were talking about this. I mean, I shop at Zara. I shop at H&M. I, you know, fast fashion, you know, and someone my age, I don't think you ever have to stop going, but I just think it's like what you're buying and how much you're buying and, you know, what percentage of your wardrobe should be fast fashion. And then we also talked about um, you know, having a capsule collection wardrobe. Yes. Um, so those are the basics that, you know, are going to last season after season. And you, those are the ones that you want to spend some money on because it's not just, and then don't spend a lot of money on the trendy stuff that you're going to wear for a season or two. And then maybe if you find out you really do love it and you want to invest in a nicer piece, go ahead. But we're going to talk about too, like what to invest in, where to cut back. Cause I'm all about high, low dressing. Um, I'm constantly wearing and something also high you low. have a very good ratio. What is that ratio again? Where the oh cost per wear is that what you're talking about? Yes, the cost, the cost per, wear. per wear. I think that's essential because you know so, some women, you know, and I understand that because listen, I I am not I am nowhere even near the fashion guru that you are. Like I really <laughs> am a total athleisure person. Every time I think of every time that we've gotten together, I'm always wearing leggings and like my workout clothes. So you know, if I'm going to invest in something, like I like that ratio. Yeah. Now, can you well, t- tell us about that again? Well, I'll, we'll go, we'll do an episode about yeah. that. But, but cost per wear basically is saying taking like a, a high, a luxury item. Okay. And you basically divide it into how many times you think you're going to wear it over like how many times a week and then how many, you know, then how many times during the year. And then you divide that into what you paid for it. And you might find out that something you wear four or five times a week that seems so expensive to you. Once you really do the math, you find out if you wear it all the time, like a belt or like, a, you know, a purse or a coat or whatever, or a sweater, let's say a sweater. And it, it, you know, it, it's like it amortizes. It's just like when you buy a car and you drive it all the time. So every time you wear it, it costs less and less. And then you can do the math and say, okay, well, I didn't buy the item I really wanted because I thought it cost so much. So I ended up getting something cheaper that I really didn't like that much. And I wore it twice and it sat in my closet. And now that item costs you more per wear. Ladies, do you realize you can take this equation to your husband and he will totally get it? Justify it. it. (laughs) Exactly. You can totally. You can justify now. Gucci belts and and different statement pieces for your capsule collection. And it really, and I mean. Yeah. And that's you know, how you develop a signature style, you know? Yes. Because I'm always wearing some basics. And by the way, I'm always wearing something that I got at like Target or Old Navy or, you know, anywhere. People, lots of stuff from H&M, from Zara, you know, things that I didn't pay that much for. Or I buy something that's higher end on sale. And right. you, you know, right. mix it in. So we have to we, we I'm need, high low all the time. We need to time. really talk about that in another podcast. Yes. Um so I really feel like, you know, we are going to, you know, we are here basically we're called beauty is a bitch because listen, it's a bitch to, you know, to try to 
be your most beautiful self on, on every level. And to fight the fight. I That's, call it yes, fighting the fight, not giving up. And I don't mean fighting the fight on looking like ridiculously young. I mean, we're not, right, we're we're not, not going to no, advocate no. that you're going to look 25, 30 years younger and, and you, you don't, should go to those And you extremes. don't want to, right? And, and you don't, and you want to, you don't want to be a character of yourself. No. You don't want to, you don't want to look, you know, you don't, none, neither of us want to look 20. We want to look as our best selves at the age that we're at now. And we, and we hope that our listeners no, I, too. I like it when people, when I do tell them my <laughs> age and they're like, oh my God, you know, like when they're a little surprised, I thought you were, you know, right, 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 a but little it, younger than that. That That's always a nice yes, reaction. Yes, I mean, but, but like, no but doubt. like, I'm not trying to be my daughter, look like my oh, daughter's God, no. sister in oh, college. Oh God, that's just sad. Yes, it's right, just I'm not, sad when I'm I not, see that. I'm not trying to do that. But I don't also don't want to be like the mom, you know, like I don't want to yeah, be like the mom, you know, like not there's anything wrong with that. That's just not my thing. So we're here to we're here to inspire you, to teach you, to offer advice from and experts to learn with and you. to learn with you, too. Yeah. Right. We're, we we want to learn also. So. I love it. Like, I love finding out new things and things I've never heard of before. Like the other night when we were at the event, I didn't know that there was a new neuromodulator, which is basically like a Botox. So there's a new one on the market. I don't remember the yes, name yes. of it. Yes, yes. A Juvo, I think it was called. No, is it Juvo? I, I don't, don't remember. I don't remember. But, you know, I know about Botox and I know about uh, Dysport and I know about um, Zeman. Zeman. Right. But I had never heard of this one. Right. So that was, I was like, what? You know, and then also, great. and also you, you learned about, um, Different exercises for your neck and for your what was that that you oh, should your eyes? Yeah, your eyes you you don't have to be so gentle yeah, with them. I you mean, can I'm really... always like everyone's like don't touch the skin around your eyes, and this woman's like pulling. And, <laughs> and by the way, I put video up of it on um like she was like in a mozzarella thing. She was pulling it like she's pulling yeah, mozzarella. Yeah, like she was working pizza dough, <laughs> and and I'm just like what? I, I thought my head was gonna explode. My mind was completely blown. So I posted, I, I had her redo it to show everyone. And I posted that up on uh, Growing Younger on our Facebook page. So it is there, which I guess some people said it's like face aerobics, which I've never really. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know, even know that. Right. I know, because I've always thought like you don't touch your face. Right. You, you just know? leave it alone. You leave it's it alone. Like, it's like a museum. And you, yeah, exactly. And you treat it very gently and your neck and she's like pulling on her neck and she's showing me stuff. And I was like, oh, OK. And, you know, I was my head almost exploded. It was really funny. And so, yeah, I, I love learning stuff. So there we go. Yeah. So we're going to be learning and growing, growing younger with you, doing it all. And we hope that you'll listen to our podcast, share it with your friends, come to our Facebook group, Growing Younger. Um, and we are, and there'll be lots of giveaways. We did a great giveaway oh, in there. Oh, we did. I gave away my, my VIP gift bag from. Yeah. So we're going to have lots of giveaways yeah. and lots of really exciting interviews. And, and I'm and, talking to some, I'm talking to some other people about uh, companies, about Hosting our, you know, having us give away some stuff because right now I'm just kind of cleaning out my arsenal. Yes, yes. But uh, you know, so I have beauty, anti-aging beauty products and whatnot to give away, and you know, we just want to see where this goes. And and you know, but we, as we are in the Facebook group, we are very open to feedback. We 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 want your feedback. We want to know what you want to know about. Um, we want this to be a community for you. This is not just for us to sit here and talk about ourselves and our cosmetic yeah, this is procedures. the only time we're going to do that. This is <laughs> right, the intro one. Right, this is right. We're just trying to introduce you to our, you know, we're just trying to introduce ourselves to you guys. Oh, you know, I wanted to ask you, so how you've been blogging how long? Yeah. So I've been, I started out as a news, as a newspaper, um, writer, you know, I was writing at a newspaper in Manhattan and then I, um, switched over to print and digital mm-hmm. but when all that dried up, you know, I was like. I had all these contacts and I couldn't make any more money as a newspaper person and magazine writer. And so I just was like, I'm just going to start a blog. And, and how many years ago did you start that? This was, I really, really started like seriously 
like 2015, I want to say. Oh my God. It was when I truly, truly, like, I was like, I'm going to do it every day. Okay. I was like blogging every day, putting all my energy into the blogs. Okay. So not really that long. Okay. 15, 16, 17, 18, like only like about four years of like daily blogging. Oh my God. I've yeah. been doing it since 2005. No, I have not been like, because I was doing so much freelancing. I was like, I yeah. can't make money. I'm not going to, I really didn't see the, I didn't see how I could make money in it. Yeah, well, you couldn't. I mean, that was I the thing. When I right. first, when we first, so I, my yeah. first blog was called Second City Style. I was living in Chicago at the time and I started, I still have my same business partner, Carol, but. Who's so lovely. I want to meet her. She's great. You have to get her on the podcast. Oh, you will, but we have to get her in New York. Um, So she still lives in Chicago. As it turned out, I, right after we launched in 2005, I, I met my husband in New York and I ended up moving to New York. And then telling people for many, many years that the name of my blog was Second City Style. And they looked at me with complete confusion on their face because that's really, you know, when you talk about Second City, that's Chicago. And here I am in New York and I felt like an idiot. And then finally. Oh, I didn't even know what that was. Yeah, I Second was, City. Yeah. I kept myself like, what is Second City? I didn't get it. Well, oh. Chicago's the Second City. Oh. So it was Chicago style, basically. And, and I'm living in New York and it's like completely different. And Carol's still there. And 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 so finally, it was, came up in our 10 year anniversary in 2015. So when you were just probably just getting back, you know, yeah, going really going full going steam. into it, we decided to rebrand, rename. And we so now then we became found of 30. We were also, you know, middle aged. We were trying to be too many things to too many people. And yes. I was exhausted. Yes. We were publishing like five, six times a day, putting articles. Wow. It was crazy. Yeah, well, and that's when everything exploded. It just exploded, and that started when we when you could actually you know make some money, which yeah. is you know. But I was in it when you really couldn't. I remember like no, you PR, couldn't make any money years. I couldn't ago. get a PR firm to send me a lipstick at no, the beginning. No, you, you know? couldn't make. I mean, it was like it was really like mom and pop. Yeah. It was like journals. It was, you know, now it's really become a business and it, it's become a little, I think, super saturated, but I think the cream always rises. Of course, as it does in anything. Yes. Right. So, right. you know, I mean, for me, you know, it started as parenting, but I have to say this really pissed me off. I'm not going to name any names, but I just, you know, my kids are now 14 and 18 and I'm 46 and I just got a, a campaign. They only want bloggers 25 to 45. And can I just tell you that there are so many campaigns that are the cutoff is 45. Oh, I know. I know. And it makes me so sad. Only because I was thinking, you know what? Apply for it anyway. You could get it though. Cause you have young kids. So does that mean that because you're not 45, you're not, you're not, I know, a, you know? I know, I know. Let's not, really, let's not yeah. even talk about ages. Okay. That's a complete, yes. well, look, well, we can, yes. but that is another topic that, you yes. know, is we really need to talk about that in is, this group. It really it is, bugs me so much. It really does. And what, what kills me is that in today's climate, you have to be so accepting of everything you need to be, or you're an ogre, right. but yet ageism. It's the last great prejudice. It really is. And it's accepted. And it's, and I have had it and I have gone, I, I've even have used a hashtag tag called, um, the middle age disruptor. And so sometimes look, if I see an ad for a face cream, uh, that's for, you know, clearly it's for an, you know, a middle-aged demographic and they're using a 20 three-year-old oh model. God, I would, I, I want to rip it up. I, oh my God. I just, <laughs> so I'll take a picture of it and put it up on my Instagram stories and just be like, are you crazy? Like, what is this brand thing? you think I'm going to put my money, you want my money, but you've just offended me. Right. So, you know, I think that ageism we need, you know, when I see, we remember we were in Target that one day and I stopped oh, out of my tracks. That woman was gorgeous. Oh my gosh. So we were walking through Target, Melissa and I, and I, we were walking to go get something for the podcast. And I stopped dead in my tracks and she looked at me and I'm like taking a picture of a poster 
of lingerie with a model that was clearly, she had gray hair. But she had wrinkles. Wrinkles. But she was stunning. Just beautiful. See, it's like that. I was so happy. I was like, yes, Target. I know I already spent a lot of money in your store, but now I'm going to spend more. That's right. That's right. Because you see me and you, you get me. And, you know, that's what that says to me. So, you know, we're definitely going to try to just break down that ageism thing. Like, don't put up with this crap. If, If something offends you, don't put your money behind it. And by the way, you know, I know that we're, we're talking about ageism and we're talking about Botox in the same podcast. But that's the, that's the thing is that, you know, we're, we're not throwing the baby out with the bathwater. We're not saying like, we, you know, we're middle aged. So that means that we want to age gracefully. You know, we want a little help, too. You know, of course. Like, but I'm saying because I don't want people to think, you know, oh, like, so wait. So they're saying that we, 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 you like the picture of the old lady. But you, but you still want to do Botox. But she because looked you, fantastic. Yes, but, it wasn't that she was right, old. She right, was amazing. Right. Like, well, but I'm saying yeah. is that you can do everything. Like, Correct. We, like we're in an age right now. We can do everything. We can and have anything. It and you can start a new career at this point in your life. Like, it's right. so funny. Somebody was telling me that I know that's um, in her 50s that, you know, she's starting a, starting a new career path. And is she crazy? I'm like, you'd be crazy not to. You'd be Go crazy ahead. not you to. You just, you know, you have an opportunity to do something that you want to do. You've got you can work as long as you want. And I have to tell you, by the way, as someone that has older kids, like I am so glad that I have something that's mine because if I didn't, having my daughter leave, it's been very hard for me. And like, if I had only, you know, focused on her and, and not given myself time, I don't know what I'd be. I think I would be climbing the walls. Yeah. I, would be, I would be harassing her. I'd be moving to M- Madison, Wisconsin because I wouldn't be able to like, I wouldn't be able to survive. So, you know, like, I, I feel like as women, like, you know, we, we have to empower each other and inspire each other to like to never, you know, cr- like you were saying earlier in the podcast, you know, women that are just like they, they get to a certain age and they're just like, I, I'm I'm just going to, you know, crawl into a hole. Crawl like, to a ball. Like, you yep. can't. And you can't. You and can't. I, I don't, I don't want to see that. And let me tell you something. I've seen what happens when you give up. OK, like, you know, as I said, like, I've had some pain issues and I've had to have some back surgery and stuff. And, and, you know, I'm like, I'm just going to keep on moving. And even like when I was in a lot of pain, I just kind of kept going because if I stopped and I curled up into a ball, I've seen what happens. It's just a slippery slope. A Everything slippery starts slope. to go, yeah. especially when you're middle age. If you don't use it, you lose it. Especially, you, don't use it, you lose it. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. You know, yes. and, and I've seen what happens. I've seen people, um, somebody that I'm very close to and just kind of curled up, you know, into like kind of a depression and a funk. And she climbed into bed and guess what? Now they're a mess physically. So even if they got it together mentally, physically, they couldn't do it. So, right. you know, you have to keep going. And I think that you got to find what works for you, what's going to motivate you. If you're down in the dumps, you know, find something that's going to energize you. And, it, you know, if you need to go talk to someone, go talk to someone. If you need to take an antidepressant, take an antidepressant. Oh like, who God. cares? Like, you know, you know whatever it, makes your day. Yes. Let's demystify all of that all crap of about all mental health. I just don't. Well, yeah, of course. And I don't I just don't want to see someone, you know, turn to drugs and alcohol, obviously, to, you know, numb the pain. That's not really the answer, um, in, in my opinion. But um, and we're, we're going to you know, we're going to continue all these conversations. So please email us. You can email me, Melissa, at the Staten Island family dot com. And Lauren is at Lauren at Fountain of 30. And the, it's not spelled out 30. It's actually a three zero dot com. Yeah. So email us for ideas of what you want to hear or, on the podcast. Or post on, post on yes, uh, Growing Younger our, yeah, join our Facebook page Facebook, and you Facebook can post page. anything you want to. You can also private message us, whatever you want to do, however you want to reach us. We're very reachable and we're open. And if there's anything you want to learn about, you just let us know. We're into it. Yes. Yeah, so it was so, oh my God, guys, this is, Yay. this is the beginning. We hope of a long and 
exciting journey with you. And Because um, beauty is a bitch. Yes, beauty is a bitch. Yes. <laughs> okay, take care, everyone. Bye-bye.